0: Alright, so um, I just quickly wanted to talk about Tony Ferguson a little bit, right? Because he's had a very interesting last three or four weeks as a UFC fighter. Um, it all started during media week for UFC 274 where he had that press conference and he, and he spilled all the tea, as they say, about how he feels he's been treated by the UFC, or should I say mistreated. Um, and then he had that fight with Michael Chandler uh, where he was brutally knocked out. Let's just call it as it is, he was brutally knocked out. uh, But people kind of gave him a lot of credit uh, for the way in which he fought, especially in the first couple of minutes of the first round. Um, I even heard some people say we saw shades of the old vintage Tony Ferguson during that period of the fight. And since then, he's been on this media tour, um, having interviews with all your usual suspects, uh, talking about the fight itself and where he feels he is uh, in the lightweight division today. And I, I struggle to see things from his point of view and I struggle to feel encouraged the way I've heard other people in the MMA community um, be encouraged by Tony Ferguson of late. Now, before I explain what I've just said there, I, I feel like it's important for me to say that I'm a I'm a big fan of Tony Ferguson. Um, I've really enjoyed his career, and um, I have the utmost respect for what he achieved, especially during that undefeated streak that he went on. Um, just the just just the entertainment he provided, and the action packed fights he was in. Um, I believe he genuinely was um, one of the top two lightweights in the world at that point in his career. And um, a part of me kind of feels bad for saying the stuff that I'm about to say. But I, I feel like it's important to acknowledge that Tony Ferguson was once a great fighter. And that's kind of where the problem lies in my eyes. Because since the fight, what I've heard Tony Ferguson say and... I've not really heard anyone address the performance itself for what I believe are the negatives of the performance because what I, saw, what I saw against Michael Chanda, and again, this is just my opinion and I'm open to be proved wrong in this, what I saw was Tony Ferguson fighting in the same way in which he fought when he was at his peak, when he was in his prime. And to me, that was a Tony Ferguson that didn't necessarily have a game plan, a specific game plan for a specific opponent because he was so confident in his ability in all of the different disciplines within the sport. And he was a guy that fought on the front foot that was very attacking a guy that took risks and chances, a guy that was fast and able to close distance very quickly and able to get his shots off very quickly. And he was always moving. So when he did get hit, um, which was very often, it wasn't a strike that knocked him out. Right. And I feel as though he hasn't changed his style of fighting and his physical attributes have declined. So now, when he tries to fight in that same manner, which is what we saw against Michael Chandler, um, his body wasn't able to sustain the the style of fight he was trying to implement. So even though he managed to hurt Michael Chandler, or I don't know if he hurt him, he knocked him down though. Um, even though he was able to to land a a telling blow, let's just put it that way, um. It didn't even feel like the old Michael Chana to me at that point. He feel, he looks to me, he looks to me just a slower version, a kind of older, more fragile version of what he was in his prime. And I don't feel like I've seen anyone kind of point this out. Now, like I say, I'm happy to be wrong if I'm wrong, but this is just what my eyes are seeing, right? From If I compare... The way he fought against Michael Chandler, or the way he looked, I should say, against Michael Chandler uh, to the Tony Ferguson that for I don't know, for argument's sake, fought Lando Venata. Lando Venata is a guy that repeatedly hurt Tony Ferguson. That was an action-packed fight. That was a fight that where Lando Venata was relatively unknown. I had never heard of him. And he came in at late notice, and that was back in 2016. Uh, we're now in twenty twenty two, so that was um, six years ago. As people keep emailing me, apologies for that. Um, and I just don't know why. If 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 someone has said this, fair play. Um, I just haven't heard anyone say that Tony Ferguson needs to change his change his style of fighting at this point because he he can't be this gung ho, all out attacking man that steps into the octagon that believes that he. Can, can win this fight in any any area of the sport, right? Now, I feel as though some of the reason why people are giving him credit and are a kind of um, are complimenting him on the fight against Michael Chandler is because obviously he's had a very difficult period um, over the last couple of years, ever since he lost to Justin Gaethje. And I think people... Have long enough memories to recognize just how good Tony Ferguson once was, and I feel people like myself um feel sorry I feel bad saying this, but I feel sorry for Tony Ferguson and th- trying to find positives in what to me is a negative situation. And the reason why I feel like this is a negative situation is because the way I've heard him speak in these uh, interviews that he's been doing over the last three or four days is he sounds like a man that hasn't that hasn't recognized the decline in his um, physical attributes. He hasn't recognized that. Age is catching up to him and he's not the same fighter that he once was. Um, And a huge red flag to me is when he talks about his past performances, uh, performances against Charles Oliveira, for example, um, he attributes that loss to the fact that he didn't do any jiu-jitsu in the lead-up to that fight during the training camp for that fight. Um, when he talks about his loss to Justin Gaethje, um, he was taking positives out of the fact that he didn't he didn't give up, he didn't quit, um, which is fine. You know, you have to find a way to to maintain your levels of motivation and confidence and all of that stuff. But to me, it feels as though he needs to get real with himself and. I don't feel as though he's a man that has a team around him that is able to have a a a, a honest conversation with him. Now let's not forget like when Tony Ferguson was at his peak um, he was known as this kind of ninja. I remember Joe Rogan and, and Bre- Eddie Bravo talking about how he trains like a demon. He's always on the go. He goes up to Big Bear. He builds his own his own training facility from scratch. Um, he picks his trait his team that he trains with blah, 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 etc. That was something that Tony Ferguson has been touching on in, in, in recent interviews. And that same method of training and that same kind of ideology that Tony Ferguson had that he was getting a lot of compliments for four or five years ago is the same thing that Tony Ferguson is now looking back at and saying, oh, I feel like I need a team around me. Um, I, sh- I feel like uh, I've gone as far as I can being the, the leader of my own camp and bringing people in uh, to help me train for specific fights. I need a, a, I need a team around me. Um, but the problem that I foresee is Tony Ferguson is a man that to me, and again I may be wrong, I feel as though he suffers from delusions of grandeur. What I mean by that is, it's clear for all of us to see, this is a quirky individual He's a man that operates uh, beyond the realms of social norms. His thought process is different to to the, the average human being. And that is probably what has got him to the levels he got to when he was in his prime. But now he needs to, in my opinion have a look at his shortcomings and adjust his fighting style to complement his um, his 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 attributes and to to help negate his shortcomings or, or, or any dangers of opponents um, exploiting his shortcomings that he currently has right and in order to do that, He needs to be honest with himself. But from what I've heard of him and the things that I've heard him speak about, I don't know if he's capable of that. Because everything that he's said in these last couple of days, in the interview that I've heard him with um, Submission Radio and the interview with Ariel Helwani, um, he's spoken about how people are copying his style, how Bilal Muhammad copied his style by wearing sunglasses, how he was the first one ever to wear a suit as a mixed martial artist. Um, how Charlie Olives has copied the fact that he's dyed his hair blonde like he feels as though he he he's kind of in a place that he's so far ahead of the rest of the pack and he has amassed all of this knowledge and understanding of the sport that To me, it feels like it will be difficult for a coach, a trainer to sit him down and say, oh, by the way, Tony, you need to sort this out or we need to look at this or or you know what? When you were younger, you could do A, B and C and you can't do A, B and C as well as you once did. So what we're going to do is make these changes to help you to to help you to not get hit the way you've been getting hit recently. Does that make sense? Like. Like I said, man, I'm a fan of this man, and I feel bad. Kind of, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm talking crap about him, but I'm just being honest in terms of what I see uh, when I when I hear him speak and when I see him fight, right? And like, I, I, I can, I don't know, kind of what the future holds for Tony Ferguson, but here and now I'm a little bit worried for him now there's something to be said about the level of competition he's been fighting and he's been fighting the best of the best in this lightweight division ever since that loss to Justin Gaethje right now as time has progressed that loss to Charles Oliveira looks better and better Uh, Benilde Ryush as we know he's um, up there he's on the cusp of a title shot or at least a, a number one contender fight and uh, Michael Chandler, we know, is a a guy that I, I feel like the jury is, jury is still out on him. But he has had very, very entertaining fights. And he had his moments against Justin Gaethje and Oliveira. So you have to give him his credit there, right? Now, if he was to fight someone who perhaps isn't as... Um, as highly ranked as the guys that I've just mentioned someone in the 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 ten to 15th rank category but not someone that is a young hungry up and comer but a veteran that is in one of those positions Uh, we might see Tony Ferguson um, we might see a more positive performance from Tony Ferguson but I suppose the fundamental point that I'm trying to make is he I feel as though he needs to change the way he fights uh, to give himself the best opportunity of winning fights in the UFC, and I suppose the kind of bigger picture in all of this, and and the problem in all of this is, um, in in the in the in the pre-fight press conference where he went at the UFC, no holds barred, and since then where he's been talking about his issues with paradigm sports management and the conflict of interest in the fact that they were managing Conor McGregor at the same time as they were managing him and how he felt they were taking deals away from himself and and um, Conor McGregor was, was getting the benefits for offers that were coming in for Tony Ferguson. Um, he even went as far as to say that Conor McGregor copied Tony Ferguson's gym at one point. He said that Dana White told him that Paradigm Sports Management effed him on a deal uh, because they used um, Tony Ferguson as leverage for, for, for Conor McGregor. Uh, Apparently there's going to be a court case about all of this stuff. Now I, I I struggle to take everything that Tony Ferguson says um, on face value. I take everything that he says with a pinch of salt uh, because like I said earlier on in this video, um, I feel as though he, he does struggle with delusions of grandeur. And I don't know whether he... like To, to me, right, it feels as though Tony Ferguson is the centre of Tony Ferguson's universe. So every kind of thought that he has, it's with him as the, the, the focal point. So where he's trying to um, evaluate or analyse the behaviour of other people around him... Rather than trying to do that objectively, he has to, He just can't help but do it subjectively. And it always comes back to him. And that thought is always a positive thought to himself. Uh, an example of that is Bilal Muhammad. He copied me because he wears sunglasses. Like, Tony Ferguson wasn't the first person ever to wear sunglasses. Charles Oliveira, he dyed his hair blonde. Like, a lot of people dyed their hair blonde. Like, I I, 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 you know, seriously doubt Charles Oliveira was sitting at home one day watching highlights of Tony Ferguson, and he thought to himself, you know what, I'm going to go and get a bottle of bleach and change the colour on my hair because Tony Ferguson did that six or seven years ago. Um, but I digress. So the point I was going to make is, like... Tony Ferguson is in this, was in this disgruntled position, this place in life prior to his fight at UFC two hundred and seventy-four, and it boils down to the UFC and the treatment of fighters in general, right? Because I remember there was a period in time when Conor McGregor was had had risen to prominence, and and he was the guy in the division, and um, there was almost this counter attack by some fighters on the roster uh, because there was conor mcgregor out there talking about money and then there was some fighters that were there talking about oh i want my money fight tyron woodley was a is a prime example about someone that just dis- that decided that he had done enough to uh to to warrant a money fight for him right and then there was this group of fighters that were like, no, I'm going to shut up and fight. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to shut up and fight. And I'm going to prove that I'm the best. And almost shunned the, the financial side of the game and talked about how they just want to be the best and the money will come. And I feel as though Tony Ferguson was a guy that was in that category trying to do, what, do as much as he can to please the powers that be. And it's landed him in this spot now where he currently is where he's upset with what he gets paid, he's upset with how he's treated, and he's upset about his future prospects within the organisation because he's spoken about how he wants to box, but he doubts his his, uh, contract will allow him to do so. So the point I'm trying to make with all of this long ramble when it comes to the UFC is, is this, this, what we're seeing from Tony Ferguson, it's not the first time that we've seen a fighter get to the end of their career, look back at, at at what they've put in and see what they've got out of the UFC and feel hard done by. It's not the first time and I feel as though as, as more and more money has started to come into the sport or I should say the organisation and the fighters still see the same sort of... Um, the same sort of purses that they've been seeing for the last 5, 10, 15 years I feel as though this story is going to become more and more regular and I just feel like Tony Ferguson is, is, is a, a victim of that and that's unfortunate because I feel as though a lot of the stuff that he he, he, he a lot of the gripes that he has with, with, with the game and the fact that he's still fighting now um, it might not have been the case if he was treated the way he deserved to be treated, when he was in his prime, um, I've gone a lot longer than I anticipated with this, but I hope I've I've made sense in the in the points that I've been trying to make. Um, and you know what? I'm I'm open to admitting that I might be wrong with some of the um, opinions that I formed, and um, in some instances, I hope I am because as a fan of Tony Ferguson, I I genuinely want the best for the guy um i'm worried though a little bit i'm worried about what the future holds for him uh but feel free to leave your comments um below let me know what you've thought about what i've said in this video um share your own thoughts about uh about uh, tony ferguson and yeah let's start a conversation um obviously if you're a regular uh regular to to my channel um i haven't i haven't you know set my camera up and all of that stuff because last couple of days i've been feeling a little bit a little bit. Um, a little bit crappy you know um i've had a bit of a dodgy stomach and if you're from india uh, so you know one of the things that i like about being indian is is some of the the um some of the the phrases that are used uh, by indian people uh in english but it means something different and i'll give you an example so i've got a dodgy stomach and if you're indian if i say to you loose motion That basically means you've got the shits. But in England, no one says, oh, loose motion. Do you know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) Loose motion is one of my favorite uh, terms when it comes to being Indian. But anyway, I'm going to stop talking about that. I'm going to stop talking about my my, um, issues that I've got currently. Uh, But aside from that, feel free to leave a comment, uh, like, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. I'll catch you guys next time.